Hi, I'm Stephen Ray, host of the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. I started this podcast because I noticed a growing number of millennials were beginning to identify as spiritual versus religious. So, every Wednesday, I hope that you will take a listen and hopefully be inspired. And most of all, I hope that you will begin to live spirituality on your terms. Welcome to the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Ray, and you are now tuned into the third installment of the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. I know that it's been a while since the last time we connected, and I want to make sure that I give you a reason for that. I haven't been away avoiding this podcast. I literally took some time out to just kind of think and reflect about where I wanted this podcast to go and the people that I wanted on the show and the messages that I hope to bring forth on this show and um it literally required me to take a step back from this show and so with that said I have taken the time that I needed to do to reflect and to think and gather my thoughts around this podcast and I'm ready to move forward with that with that said I am changing up the format just a slight bit instead of the show coming out every Wednesday of the month I am going to roll out an episode every other Wednesday, or it might be two Wednesdays out of the month. So that being said, there's no set random schedule. It's just a random schedule. And I know that that sounds kind of quirky, but I want to be sure that when I put out an episode that it aligns with the message of this show and overall message of this show and that I'm really having the time to take and edit and really provide some great content for you all. So I hope that you all understand that and that we can enjoy the episodes going further. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to bring forth to you this week's episode. And so before we do so, you know that I like to check in with all of you all and make sure that you are connected to the podcast. If you are on Facebook, please get connected to us by logging onto Facebook and searching for The Spiritual Hipster Podcast. I promise you, you will get the latest information about our podcast once you click like, and you will also hear, and I want to be able to make sure that I create posts that will encourage you all to engage and have conversations around the podcast, the um, conversations, the spiritual hipster talks that we're bringing forth to you all. Next, if you are on SoundCloud, please be sure that we are on there. You can search for us by searching for The Spiritual Hipster Podcast. On that page, you will see all the episodes. So if you have not checked out episodes one through two, please do so. And also leave a comment. You can also follow the page so that whenever new episodes come to the platform, you are aware and know that these episodes are there for your listening pleasure. Be sure to leave a comment, like those posts, and be able to talk to me about what it is that you're finding that's sticking and resonating with you. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to know where our listeners are coming from and to also hear what points you may even disagree with. I love to have conversations about spirituality, and I will welcome that so that we can have those further conversations even on this show. I would love to bring that um, to the forefront. So do so by going on to SoundCloud and getting connected to us there. Next, I would like to invite you to follow us on Instagram. We are The Spiritual Hipster. If you search for The Spiritual Hipster, you will get connected to the page. I post every time a new episode is up, as well as I try to make connections to our guests that are on the show. So they have their personal pages. They're more than welcome to engage with you all, even past the conversations on here. So feel free to connect with those individuals as well. I'd like to also post like quotes from the interviews I post that on my Instagram as well as my Facebook pages because I think that the quotes that are said on this show sometimes they resonate with me in such a way that I kind of have to go back after the show and kind of reflect on that and I hope that um, those quotes because I know that we all enjoy a good meme or a good uh, inspirational quote um, I try to post those and keep those that you guys can like share and disseminate with your friends so do so by going on to Instagram and searching for The Spiritual Hipster. And lastly, on iTunes, if you are 
an iTunes listener, podcaster, listener, that way you can definitely do so by searching for The Spiritual Hipster Podcast. And if you search for us and subscribe, the episodes will automatically come to your phone every single time. So how awesome is that? Like you don't have to go searching for the podcast. (laughs) So if you do so, like I said, subscribe to that, but also rate the podcast, give me some feedback and, and let me know what's sticking with you. And actually, I have a special prize. So if someone goes on to the iTunes and um, the first 10 people that uh, subscribe as well as um, and I need to see the subscribe. So you have to like hit subscribe and then screenshot that for me. Right. But then leave a comment on there and um, let me know that you are enjoying this podcast. So if you do so, I have a special guest gift for you. I'm going to be uh merchant doing some merchandise for the podcast and and so if you do so i'll be giving away some free merchandise so the first 10 people to um subscribe as well as rate the podcast and leave a comment will get some paraphernalia from the podcast how cool is that so you do so by just screenshotting that and then adding me posting it on your social media page and adding me so that i can make that Um, a note and then get those items out to you all thank you so much for your support you all and let me stop there because it is time it is time for my favorite or one of my favorite segments of the show and that is the spiritual hipster soul speak message of this week ladies and gentlemen this is the segment of the show where i provide you with a soul speak message that i hope that you will take this message and apply it to your life speak it to your soul speak it to your mind speak it to you believe it and here is this week's spiritual soul speak message and it goes like this everything is happening only for the highest good of me. And that is simply to say that all that you have experienced in your life, all that you are experiencing in your life, is all a part of your story. It's all a part of your journey. And I cannot tell you how much that resonates with me because I've realized that everything that I've been through in my life, everything that I've experienced has worked only to benefit and push me to the next level. So as we are going through the next few weeks of the 2017 year, gosh, I can't believe that we're at this point of the year already. It seems like we just entered 2017. But as we enter into the 2018 and years beyond, know that everything that is happening for you is happening to you only to bring you to a higher level. It's your good. It's working together for your good. Please believe that. (laughs) All right. It is now time for me to bring on our next guest of the show, and I want to be sure to introduce her and make sure that she gets her proper just due. So you may be wondering at this point, who is Dominique Alexander? Well, Dominique Alexander describes herself as a total artist and a former freelance makeup artist from MAC Cosmetics as well as several other independent makeup lines, mixed media artists, jewelry designer, and writer and poet. Although she was raised a Christian, she left the organization back in 2009 for a broader path and is self-proclaimed a spiritual eclectic spiritualist with a deep passion for astrology and spreading good vibes to all she encounters. So without further ado, Spiritual Hipsters, please welcome to the show, Dominique Alexander. Welcome to the show, Dominique. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited that you're here with us today. And we definitely want to get into the Spiritual Hipster talk. But before we do so, I always like to check in with my guests, give them an opportunity to kind of talk to the audience about where you're coming from so that they know a little bit about you. So just talk to me. Um, First of all, let me pause because we have connections. Like my sister Eve, <laughs> we went to the same institution, Shaw University. So shout out to the alma mater. <laughs> and so I want to like hear from you, like where where you came from. Um, talk to us about what you were studying while you were at Shaw University. Um, you know, anything else that you might feel might be relevant to the conversation today. Okay, 
Um, I am from Ohio, Akron, Ohio. I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've been in Charlotte since like 2004. Okay. Um, at Shaw, I was what was my major? Which <laughs> <laughs> major is like three times? No, we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was sociology. Okay. Love, love people. Love mm. um, just every aspect. I really think I should have stuck with it, but um, I ended up leaving Shaw. Okay. Um, after my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh, wow. wow. So I left Shaw and I ended up um, finishing my degree at Belmont Abbey. Yeah. Um, I have a degree yeah. in education. Okay. And so, um, yeah, that's um, just, I'm all over the place. <laughs> all right. I'm everything. I'm like a, a Jill of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you so you grew up in Akron, Ohio, and then you said Charlotte was where you. Yes, I currently um, reside in Charlotte. Okay. All right. Charlotte. The good old the good old South. Yeah, right. Queen right. City. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So jumping into um, the, hip, the spiritual hipster talk, I definitely want to get into that and like have you share your experiences as it relates to spirituality. But before we get into the whole kind of spiritual practices and things like that, can you tell me about the time in your life where you were kind of first introduced to spirituality or uh, even religion, if that's the case for you? Um, Where did that happen for you? Well, I mean, I grew up in a religious home. My father is actually a pastor. Mm. My mom used to be um, a minister. So I was always kind of in church. Yeah. Um, Monday, uh, <laughs> whether it was youth group, whether it was on the youth choir. And so I was kind of always in church. But um, especially with my mother, she was always she kind of always allowed me to be a free thinker. Mm-hmm. So whenever I had questions, I would go to her Yeah, and express those. And she would be very candid, even though at the time she was a minister. Okay. And so um, my parents are not together. So it was a little different with my father, mm-hmm. who was the pastor of a church, who has been the pastor of a church for over 30 years. It was a little more like <laughs> I asked him questions about the church, uh-huh. though I had them. And so, um, growing up, it was kind of, I won't say fractured, but I had very two different religious experiences where mm. if I went to my dad's church, it was very churchy, very Baptist. Mm. And although my mom was a pastor, she was uh, a little more free. So, um, just that staunch religious background mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I just thought maybe he'll, uh, at one time I'm like, I might be a minister one day. You <laughs> never know. I was always up singing. And, yeah. But I think it was around maybe 2008, 2009-ish where I just was in a church and so many things were going on around me at the church. Mm-hmm. And it just started to to bother me. Like mm. people's attitudes towards one another. Some of the the things that the pastor would say biblically did not feel right and sit right with my spirit. And Mm. I just kind of felt like there has to be something more. Okay. And I felt like a total yearning for for more than what I was getting. Mm. And so I would start, you know, I would talk to my mom like, you know, I I don't really feel like going today. (laughs) Or I feel like, you know, the did you hear what he said? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, you start researching like, okay, this is not sounding right. This is not feeling right. And so it really just started as kind of a crack that just kind of (laughs) spread from being a little disillusioned. I'll be honest with you of the way church business was handled, Mm -hmm. seeing some of the church hurt, that people who I know personally and myself had experienced Mm -hmm. that really kind of caused me to start initially start to shy away, but also allowed me to start looking into other things. So I started reading different books. I started doing like little web searches about different religion and origins of the Bible and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And it just really kind of snowballed from there to where, I just kind of had like an awakening Mm. and it was very scary because 
um, all my life, all I had known was the church, was Baptism yeah. or Kojic or whatever church I was going to. So it was very scary because I was, first of all, you have to unlearn so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then some of the information you get is like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> you know, it, it can be a very scary place, but it was also exciting. Yeah. To um to learn about other people's religions, to learn about different things, to learn about earth based um, magic and crystals and yeah. all kind of other things that were was um considered to be um wrong or divination and right. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, this is not as bad as I thought. Mm. Not as evil as mm. as I thought, and mm. so I felt duped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, I could be using this, right? You know, so that was where it started. It started from kind of a a, a disillusionment of from the church, and it just kind of evolved from there. Yeah, it from there. You 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 bring up a point that I I think we'll be be able to talk about a little bit more. Um, because I remember I sat in on a class one time at Clark Atlanta. I had been thinking about doing a PhD in Africana studies. Um, and the professor invited me to class. And I'm bringing this up because I know this has ties to your spiritual beliefs. And so we'll definitely talk about it. But um, he was talking about some of the African traditions, um, religious traditions within the culture before uh, slavery kind of uh, ran reared his ugly head um in the in the in the land and so he talked a little bit about um how some of the imagery within uh the religious practices there was twisted around to to for people to believe that it was dark um and I yeah and I remember you, just like hearing you say that about um exploring uh, the crystals and all of that stuff um in the earth energy and all of that um, and how that's, you know, was how you gained this perspective that it wasn't so evil as you, as people try to, uh, yeah, it's not. And I would say that a lot of the um, things that happen in church Mm -hmm. actually can relate to a lot of things that, it's very spiritual. Mm-hmm. That, like, for instance, we talk about laying on hands. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, definitely spiritual realms, Reiki, mm-hmm. Reiki, mm-hmm. You, where you touch and transfer positive energy to another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the same thing is kind of, you know, we we talk. I mean, it's different names a lot of times for the same things that we. We've known all our life, right? In plain sight, you know. Right. So I think, um, as far as when it comes to Christianity and slavery and things of that nature, of course we know that a lot of times Christianity was used to kind of keep slaves docile. But I don't necessarily think everything about Christianity and slavery was bad because it also gave people a peace that they needed, and so people have always blended religion mm. and hitting it in plain sight. You know, so just like in songs, certain spirituals, which we know certain spirituals that mm-hmm. slaves sang had secret meaning. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just the same thing where magic and and things of that nature has always kind of mixed and blended themselves People just don't like to recognize it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can I can see that point of view. And so, with that said, I, I want to like turn the question now to um, ask you because it seems like um, you at some point had affiliation with um, Christianity in the in the in the church. Um, where do you situate yourself now within spirituality? Where is your where is your identity? Where does your identity lie? Well, I guess I would say that I am kind of an eclectic spiritualist. Okay, okay. (laughs) So that means I kind of take what's for me is for me. Yeah. And what I do is I kind of, I blend several different 
ideologies and theologies to work for me. Mm, okay. So I do not consider myself or would not consider myself totally a Christian. I wouldn't, I would not consider myself a Christian. However, I, that is my foundation. And I do not think that it's a bad foundation to have. Yeah. And I rely on that. Sometimes I, you know, I believe in, in frequency and vibration and sometimes yes. the, the price frequency is needed so that means if i gotta call on jesus for something <laughs> i would do so because if you the idea or even if you want to get into the you know literal terms of jesus is not a bad person to call on it's yeah. not a bad idea to call on so i might you know so there are some Christian aspects that will always be with me because that's my foundation. Mm-hmm. However, I also will, um, I like I said, I talk about crystals. I also love mm-hmm. astrology, okay. I, uh, numerology, mm-hmm. tarot, <laughs> um, um, definitely Buddhism mm-hmm. and some of the tenets of, of, of that. And so there are a lot of different things that if it sits right with my spirit, mm-hmm. I look into it and use it to, to work for me. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, I've done a lot of research on Norishas. I, you know, so it's just, I, I love candle magic and, mm-hmm. and, you know, chakras. I'm like, oh, yeah. I am like a student <laughs> of the universe. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm big on ancestor uh, veneration. I'm like, you know what? Call on your ancestors. Yeah. You, these are those who have gone before you. They have your back. That yeah. energy never dies. When your loved one is gone, they're still with you. Why not seek them? Yeah. And a lot of other cultures do it. A lot of other cultures believe in setting up um, altars or setting yeah. up um, or giving thanks and really call on the answers. I'm big on that. So there are so many different things that I just couldn't feel like, oh, I just got to, if I was going to be out of religion, I was not going to subscribe to anyone. I'm going to take what's for me and use it to make, to always use the term, build my life beautiful. Yeah. And so that is what I have done. I have used, um, you know, all kinds of things to kind of build my life as beautiful as I want it to be. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I appreciated your response. Cause I, I think that's why I started this podcast because I wanted folks to see others who are pursuing their spirituality in ways that, you know, is beneficial and meaningful for them and, and, and true to who their, their personhood is, you know? Um, so I feel like with, with your approach to it, you're definitely seeking, out spirituality in a way that is personal and not uh, universal for it has yeah. to be a personal journey for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there is not a one size all. Yes, yeah. Like I mean, you have to. There's so many different aspects of it, and I think um, part of me leaving organized religion has made me more tolerant of other religions because I don't mm. necessarily think one is right yeah. and one is wrong. Yeah. There's what's right for me. Right. Um, the journey of kind of, like I said, eclectic spiritualism is not for everybody. Yeah. Because you have to do work. You, I mean, it's, it's, first of all, it's a ever-evolving journey. Yeah. Something might not work for me. Sometimes I bought tarot cards and I'm like, uh, I don't feel those. I'm not using them. Mm. And so it's, or I will come across some information that's a little too dark for me. That's a little too much. I don't. I don't care for that. Right. So I'm gonna set that aside. So it's constantly having to question yourself. It's constantly having to do research. Yeah. And unlearn some things and recognize that you know what this doesn't work for me now. I can change it. And sometimes we as human beings we do not like change. Mm-hmm. Say we do a oh, lot. Know, we get into a routine of things mm-hmm. you don't like to change and so on the spiritual path the journey is constantly evolving and changing your needs change yes yeah what you need change and sometimes that's why i understand sometimes people need christianity i understand why some people need that fellowship mm-hmm. yeah 
I understand that. And I understand why some people do not. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's a journey and it's always changing. Yeah. That's, that's so key. So key to the the change piece. Um, because as you, as you grow as a person, your needs and, and, and what you desire, everything around you changes. So, yeah, definitely speaks to that, to, to that aspect of life. So if I can ask you another question, uh, it would be centered around what do you, do you employ um, any of uh, spiritual practices, what, or like a routine, or if you don't have a routine, um, you know, maybe talk a little bit about that. Um, how does, like, what are your spiritual practices? Um, well, yeah. I'm, I, like I said, I'm I'm big on um, I love astrology. Mm-hmm. I I love I do birth charts for for other people. Okay. And sometimes you know people are like always, oh, what phase of the moon is is going on? <laughs> and I do like twice a month, usually new moon, full moon, kind of astrological insights mm. what's going on because I definitely believe in the concept of as above, so below, as within. So without, so a lot of times mm. things might be happening astrologically and you're like, why is, you know, such and such acting like this? Or why is the energy kind of like funky right now? Mm-hmm. Well, something might be going on in the sky. So, you know, it might be Mercury retrograde or something like that. <laughs> so um, definitely I employ a lot of, um, I guess I would call it tech moon magic type things. So I'm always like usually twice a month I'm doing some something um, moon oriented. Usually the new moon is very good for um, bringing in new energy yeah. or writing goals of what you want to bring in, what you want to do. The energy is fresh. I mean, just like the moon, we mm. go through phases, we go through stages, we go through where we're full and we're shining and then we release and mm-hmm. then sometimes it's dark energy. So it's just certain aspects of ourselves can be related to that. That's that as above in the sky. So you know, we go through the same thing. So mm-hmm. I do that a lot as far as, like I said, new moon, new energy, um, what's to come. And then full moon is a good time for releasing. Because mm. actually it's at its peak and then it is decreasing inside. So it's a good time to release, release those energies, release the things that um, you know, that no longer serve you. And you can do this yeah. monthly. I feel like I can start brand new every month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, such a positive aspect is that I don't have to wait to a new year. Every month I have an opportunity to be a new person Mm. to release those things that don't serve me. And I, and I love that. So I, um, I definitely employ that a lot. I'm always having a crystal because of, yeah, know, I definitely believe that crystals hold different vibrations. Like yes. Rose quartz is definitely um, a great stone for love. And then hematite um, is good for like blood disorders. Obsidian, which is a black stone, is a stone that's good for release. So I carry yeah. those with me all the time. Okay. Um, I just certain uh, colors, you know, there's mm. the whole big thing on color therapy. Mm, yeah, and mm-hmm. that certain colors evoke, and which we know that's definitely big in marketing. Yeah, so it's one of those things that we see it, we know it, use it to your advantage. Just like in marketing, certain restaurants will use certain colors because it evokes a certain feeling. Mm, mm-hmm. So um, I do the same thing. If I want to evoke a certain feeling, I wear a certain color. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Um, okay. And, you know so. That is another thing. I'm definitely always trying to speak positive affirmations. Yes, over I love myself that. And over others. Um, occasionally, like I said, I will um, read tarot cards mm-hmm. for myself, for my friends. It's like, hey, girl, you know, it's people <laughs> who, like, really in the secret, like, don't really want other people to know. Like, so, um, <laughs> give me a reading. Sure, I can. And so, <laughs> so, I'll do that. Um uh, I, dreams, you know. Yeah. I have so many friends who are like I had this dream. Can you interpret it for me? And I'm like, sometimes it means nothing. Sometimes <laughs> it really is a deeper meaning. So I mean, it's just I'm always yeah. employing some spiritual practices <laughs> some way or another. You know, it could be small, but that's you know I'm always employing. I love how you, because you talked about it personally, what it does for you personally, but then I also heard within your narrative about how it impacts those around you. 
And so with that said, I would love to know, like, how does your spirituality influence your everyday life? Uh, Does it does it um, also impact the way that, you know, you live within the confines or I wouldn't say confines or or live within the, the space of professional world? Like, how does that influence like both? How does that like how do you balance that and where does that or if it, if it doesn't blend and it doesn't blend? But I would love to hear like how does spirituality influence you in that way? It's a balancing act. For me, I would say as far as balancing that, because most people assume that you have a religious affiliation. Mm. And you don't always want to explain the fact why you don't go to church, especially in the Bible Belt. That is the first oh, yeah. thing to ask you. Girl, did you go to church this <laughs> Did you go to church? And so you don't always want to be like, mm-hmm. Because I go to church every day because I am the church. We are the church. Sometimes our lives are the only Bible that somebody will ever read. Mm. You know, love is my religion. I love people. I treat people kindly. I treat people with respect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that people, you don't always want to have to explain yourself to people Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that is a fine line of being quote unquote closet about your spirituality uh-huh. and being hidden like yeah girl I went to church. <laughs> <laughs> short, so. um, it's a, it is a balancing act because people automatically they assume that you're some immoral heathen mm. speak about um anything that is unusual, anything they don't know. Mm-hmm. You start talking about, you know, numerology mm-hmm. and it's like, oh girl that's no, <laughs> that's no or you start you know start talking about astrology oh that's divination or you know or tarot that's oh that's 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 divination or that's the call but i'm like you know what psalms is like a whole book of spells but the, you know, mm-hmm. know, you know, you know <laughs> or Numbers. What do you think numbers for? Look at the, the, the messages within the Bible. But so it's, that's always been a balancing act because people assume. Yeah. People automatically assume I'm Christian. I'm okay with that. Right. Right. Or I've had people, are you a priest? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with people's because really it's just a their own perception mm. of me. And most of the time it's good. So I've always kind of had to balance that. Um belief system because people assume one thing about me mm-hmm. but don't necessarily know that sometimes my beliefs are the exact opposite mm-hmm. so I, it's a fine line there and then as far as professionally um in my little in my office i have crystals around yeah and like i said in plain sight people will be like oh those are some pretty rocks <laughs> <laughs> um so you know, I have, I still like I have a a, ch- a chakra poster uh-huh. on the wall. Oh, that's neat. Um, but so I I don't hide some of my practices as far as like I said, I have um, crystals throughout my office. I have a chakra poster, but I also employ some of my spiritual practices as far as let let you know somebody the office vibe get real like ugh. yeah. You know, everybody's energy is real funky. I will come in there and I will say. Let's stage. Let's, you know, let me play some a green crystal near this door. We need some more clients in here. <laughs> um, I have, um, you know, you speak positive affirmations, um, you know, over my workplace, over my coworkers, over myself. So I still kind of, kind of, I would say undercover, not necessarily, but yeah. You know, employ those practices right there and nobody ever knows like it smells it smells funny in here yeah because it's sage and then i try not very hard to not to get into religious debates at work it's you know either way right at work right so i just try very hard i just walk very gingerly if someone <laughs> asks me because people do like hmm so Dominic, what does that mean? Or what, what do you, you know, so people, I think 
they want to know more. Mm-hmm. They're seeking. A lot of times people are seekers, but they don't know how. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had a co-worker. I had a book um, on my desk, and it was, like, about, I think, about um, palmistry, reading palms or whatever. And okay. it was just a book that I picked up at the Goodwill, actually. And, you know, that's not something that a practice that I usually use. But I just happened to, I found it, and I was like, oh. And I left it on my desk. And she was like, that's interesting. I was like, I know. And then we kind of started a conversation, a conversation from there. So I think people probably are like, she's a little different. <laughs> they don't know how I'm different. <laughs> so, yeah. But it, it, it sparked something in them to be themselves as well. Nice, nice. And I, I appreciate it. I think the, so what you, I think what you offer is like you – are walking this fine line of balancing out who you are as a as a person as a as a spiritual person or being but also maintaining that kind of distance um in in relationship to how you should probably present and show up in the professional space but you still bring yourself to that to that right. space it it's just in a different way you kind of right. yeah you're more balanced than that and then as, as far as like i said being having the ability to um to navigate kind of both worlds or different worlds mm-hmm. it, like i said i'm very respectful mm-hmm. of it and of all religions you mm-hmm. know and i'm like if it works for you it works for you and having the foundation of christian like i said it has it has you know it's not a bad foundation to have yeah. if somebody asked me to to pray i can pray yeah. And I pray well because, and my prayer is coming from such a a, a pure and loving place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I feel like you know that's people ask me all the time. You know what I'm in the sorority. I don't know if you want me to shout out. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, have Alpha Sorority Incorporated. All right, come on, fam. <laughs> so, um, and I'm on the sister relations, and uh, the chairwoman <laughs> taught me. She was like, um, do you think you could be chaplain this year?" And I laughed so hard. Oh, wow! Like, you chaplain for the? I'm like, mm, I'm gonna have to um, respectfully decline, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll pray for this meeting. And I, I thought it was so funny, but I think it speaks volumes that you can still be a upright, a moral, a great person mm. and not subscribe and not subscribe to a organized religion. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. Still, you know, and I think people, I think that's sometimes it's hard for certain people to wrap their head around that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think because uh, I have these conversations with a lot of people and I often say the reason, the basis for me believing that I don't subscribe to that or religion or any other organized religion is right or wrong um, is because I feel like um, we can learn from them all. Um, you know, that all religions practice some element within the within that uh, religious structure that give... Um, itself or gives voice to these these awesome characteristics and qualities that a human should possess yeah it it crosses over um i took a course when i was at um belmont abbey which happened to be a catholic college oh wow Wow. um but it laid out the creation story Mm. in so many different cultures Mm -hmm. where the crossover was just like astounding. Yeah. And I'm like, the same story in several different religions. Okay. Several different cultures. And I think it speaks to the connectedness. Yeah. Whether people would like to admit to it, the connectedness yeah. of it all. Yep. Yep. We are all connected. We are all connected. And I think that's the beauty about the human race, that is the beauty about um, spirituality is that regardless of what you believe, there's some way um, that we're connected. And I, I, I love that. I love that about spirituality, that it does that for people, um, is that it connects people in ways that we typically wouldn't even um, 
subscribe or kind of view uh, <laughs> um, in a sense. So moving forward, I want to ask you, um, how, can you describe a time in your life where spirituality became something that you leaned on to get through uh, maybe a difficult time in your life? And how did you use that? How did you use your spirituality to get through that? I would say one of the biggest times is <clears throat> uh, my grandmother's death in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it was the portion of ancestor. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the term worship per se, but kind of a, a veneration where I could really feel like her energy did not die with her. Mm-hmm. And that was important for me to be able to know that I could light a candle mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. That I call on her mm-hmm. and her spirit whenever I need the strength that she embodies. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's very important. You know, people call on Jesus. I felt like I could call on my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I feel like sometimes people don't understand that. Like, really? Oh, that's kind of different. But that was very important to know and to have that feeling like, you know what? I can put her picture out. I can put a candle out. I can call and embody her her positive energy, or I can embody the the qualities mm. that she had that I need mm. right now. My grandmother was an excellent money manager. Mm-hmm. Me, sometimes, not so much. When <laughs> I need that knowledge, when I need to be like, okay, let me get on it, grandmommy. I need you to come and I need you to help me out. Yeah. <laughs> and so it really gives me a certain peace mm. of always to know that I, her energy is always surrounded. And it helps me to deal with, in general, kind of death and things that make sure to know that our energy does not die. Yeah. Our energy is, 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 is always going to be changing. It's always here. I don't have to necessarily wait to heaven mm-hmm. to see my grandmother again. Mm-hmm. To see those people who have gone before me, they're always with me. They're always here. And I know sometimes we say that, and it's not too far off than you know some Christian or some re- religious beliefs, but to really know and to mm-hmm. feel that energy and to, to really speak about that um it just it gives me peace, and it really started with you know my my best friend. So it really um, gave me a sense of peace to know that I am literally never alone, and that right. I can always call on her energy. Yeah, yeah. I, and so that's really important to realize that you know. Yeah. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, man. So um, my next question to you, what would be one piece of advice that you would give to someone seeking to become their highest self? Number one, I would say is do not, don't be afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a sense where... First of all, when you first decide that organized religion is not for you, or if you want to eat, not even that, if you just decide that you want to explore different spiritual paths or or add spiritual aspects to your life, it is going to be a very disconcerting feeling Mm, mm -hmm. because it's very new. Because you're going against a lot of what you were taught and told. So it can be a very dark and isolating time sometimes. Especially when other people around you still prescribe to an old way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it can be a get used to it. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of time that dark, that isolation... Is where you grow. Oh, come on. And yeah. when you're creating a new thing, a new idea, mm-hmm. it can be very scary and it can be messy. Like it is, yeah. It's not a clean process. Yeah. And um birth, giving birth 
something to a new you, mm-hmm. it's a messy process. Yeah. And I think about, I'm not a mother, but I think, you know, I have seen the birth process mm-hmm. with my best friend and live and in color. And it's <laughs> not a new process. Yeah. It can be, it's, first of all, painful, it's dirty, it, but what comes out of that is something beautiful. And so I would say is to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Don't let the darkness scare you away. Mm-hmm. Don't let the dirtiness of kind of ripping away what you used to know mm-hmm. scare you because something beautiful will come out of it. You're yeah. perfect to you. And you don't have to fit into um, anybody's standard. You can change. That mm-hmm. is the beauty of the journey for me, of the spiritual journey, is that you can change your mind. Yeah. You can enjoy so many things that you didn't enjoy. I can glean something yeah. from so many things. I can still go to church and yeah. get a message like, yes, that was for me. Right. But I can also meditate and be like, yes, that's for me. I can read my cards and be like, yes, that's for me. I can do a ritual and be like, yep, that's yeah. for me. And yep. that's the beauty of it. But in the beginning, I will not lie to anybody. Yeah. It's a very scary thing. It's yeah. really scary. Yeah. So as you're talking, the tears are just flowing down from my eyes because let me tell you something. I had it's this conversation is like confirmation. I had a conversation. You remember Dr. Greenfield from Shaw? Do you remember him? Yeah. I, he he was in um, in town yesterday. He was doing an event um, and we went out to dinner. And when we were talking, um, we were I was talking about just you know, my first year living in Iowa and how challenging it was, right, um, to be in this space, trying to get used to living in a place like Iowa, um, also trying to, you know, um, navigate and figure out and make sense of it all of my life now um, in Iowa. And um, I was telling him that for some parts of it, it felt very lonely, um, but that I had grew to understand and appreciate the loneliness. And the thing that he said to me that spoke out to me the most is what you just said, is that oftentimes in these dark spaces in our life, we gain so much. It's a growth. And he, I love the way that he phrased it too. He said that this this period in your life, you're doing the work on yourself. You're doing the work on yourself and it's a gift. Think about this opportunity, this space that you're in as a gift. And so um, I'm not crying because I'm like sad. I'm crying because it's like literally joy. Um, That joy. Yeah. That that work, that process. Yeah. It is sometimes, it is not, uh, it's not easy. Oh no. When you're used to being around people yeah oh my gosh it's hard to be by yourself yeah it's really hard to to not be like to even if you can call somebody or skype somebody sometimes it's just good to know that you have somebody like okay i can run across the street or around the corner or come pick me up like yeah it's a it's a it's hard and even in spirituality it's sometimes i would feel like I would learn something new and be like, who can I call to tell? Yeah. (laughs) That's not going to be like, oh, let's go commit her because, Mm -hmm. you know, in in the process sometimes is, but it gives you a certain resilience and a certain strength. Mm -hmm. I'm sure once you made that first move, you you are in Iowa. You can move anywhere in the world now Mm -hmm. and you can be okay. That's, Give some people don't leave their side of town. Yeah, you have some folks who are on the <clears throat> the west side of Raleigh who don't yeah. move to Charlotte. Yeah, they don't they <laughs> have to go to Cary. <laughs> so once you leave the confines yeah. of what you know, you can go anywhere and yep. you can navigate any space and yep. you can do so with ease. Yes. Oh, okay. Here's that word again. Ease. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, you are talking. You're talking. And I, like I said, I think that that whole piece of becoming your highest self by not being afraid, um, that, that keeps coming up in the conversation whenever I ask this question, not being afraid to explore, to go into that messy situation, um, to be alone too. Um, and to, to reframe that 
that process as a process that you are truly gaining a gift, a wealth of experience uh, to grow. Um, and that's it's important. It's important on this spiritual journey. Well, Dominique, thank you so much for giving me such a great yeah this was a great conversation during the spiritual history talk oh man you were the first guest to make me cry so (laughs) no like a good cry that was a good cry i was like oh my god i was oh yes i agree i agree so Let's move on. We're going on to the next section of our show. This next section of our show is entitled The Spiritual Wildstorm. And so that is the section where I throw out a word and you just let me know what comes to your mind at first. And also keep in mind that I can stop the storm at any point. (laughs) (laughs) So the first word is love. So. Faith. Changing. Mm, okay. Trust. Given. Mm, okay. Purpose. Intentional. Ooh, okay. So. Higher self. Mm, okay. Higher self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm, higher self. journey wow okay i would love to reverse (laughs) and go back to where you said purpose and you said and what i said purpose and you said Mm -hmm. intentional uh especially because you know you think about purpose and um you know that's something that i think when you hear the word purpose you get all these kind of lofty ideals um and you don't necessarily always equate it to something needing it to be intentional. So talk about that. I want to hear your perspective on that. Well, I think intentional living is definitely important when you know your, when you decide on your life's purpose mm-hmm. or your purpose for <coughs> doing whatever you need to do. It needs to be intentional. You need to be very, this is what it is and this is what I'm going to do. And, and to really, I guess I would say, be kind of staunch in your ideology as far as what you're going to do and what you want to manifest. You have to be intentional. And that is really a key word for me. It has been for the last two years is to be intentional with my living. Mm. And if my purpose is to help people Mm -hmm. or to love people, I have to do it and I have to do it on purpose. On purpose and intentional, I have to decide this is what I'm do and this is how I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So I think intention is when you like set your intention. Like for instance, when you do any kind of let's say ritual or magic, what is the intention? What is the outcome? Mm. Mm-hmm. What do I want to manifest? What are my desires? Mm. Intentional. And I think when it talks about when you talk about your purpose for living or your purpose. What's the purpose of this show? Mm. And when you know the purpose of the show, you can be intentional in your pathway to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my purpose. This is why I want to do it. This is what I want to do. And so now you have set your intentions and you know how you're going to get it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank. Oh my gosh. That was, that was great. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that perspective because I think that, um, something that I'm, I'm wish I'm learning more and more every day, um, to be more intentional about the things that I do, where I spend my time, what I think about, you know, um, and making sure that I'm intentional about, uh, like constructing my life in a way that is going to, uh, lead to the outcomes that I want for my life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. For a long time, I felt like I just allowed life to happen to me. Same, same. <laughs> I was not intentionally deciding on things for my life. It was just like stuff would happen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would even go with it. Yep. You know, and so um, 
I, I didn't want to live like that. I didn't want to just let life happen. I wanted to make it happen for me. I didn't want to. And so that was, that's part of it is to really setting intentions and, and, and goals and, and, you know, speaking those things affirmatively that I really want to happen Yeah. and making it happen. I didn't want to just continue to let life happen to me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to the next section. The next section is if we were to pull out your spiritual toolbox, what would we see in that spiritual toolbox? Name one thing that you feel would uh, has impacted your life in, in terms of your spirituality. Books. Yeah. Okay. Is there is there a particular book that you um, look to or, or read that's like that's always been like constantly sticking at? Sticking at you. Well, the first book that I read on my spiritual journey mm-hmm. was called, um, and I wrote down the exact title because, of course, it's a long title. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, called The Natural Woman's Book of Personal Charms and Practical Rituals by Louisa Tesh. Mm, okay. It's not just for women, but it was a book that talks heavily about. Um, about spirituality and spiritual paths. And um, it scared me, quite honestly, because I was such a newbie. Mm-hmm. And it was the first book that went against what I thought that I knew. And it's a great book for newbies who are just beginning and wanting to learn more about different spiritual paths. And it's one that I go back to mm-hmm. um, quite often. But I think just having a wealth of resources and different books really will help you do the work. Yeah. Wow. So you need those um, to do to do that, to kind of step outside the box. You need those sometimes. Yeah. To, you can follow your intuition and things of that nature, but you will hear so much information mm-hmm. from so many different people. Yeah. <laughs> so many different quote finger gurus. <laughs> you just do the work yourself. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. So we have come to the close of our show and it's crazy, right? I know. (laughs) All of the conversations seem like they go so fast once we get into them. (laughs) But it's great. It's great. That means that we're having great conversation. And yeah, I hope that every time a listener turns on the episode that they gather something from your story or someone else's story that sticks and resonates with them in ways that will help them and send them on their journey um, as we all are traveling through this spiritual path. So, yeah. So in closing, you can tell the people if they're interested in having further conversations about your spiritual journey, especially because I know that you um, you talk a lot about the, the card reading and um, the energies, the crystals and the vibrations and the chakras and all that good stuff. I'm sure that you are going to get some people who are interested in that. So tell the people where they can contact you at. Well, um, I am on Facebook hiatus. So <laughs> on Instagram okay. at Sister Moon Mother. That's S-I-S-T-A-M-O-O-N-M-U-T-H-A. That's Sister Moon Mother. Uh-huh. Um, and you can definitely reach out to me there. I do, like I said, twice a month. Usually I'm doing some kind of astrological insight, but I'm always open for questions. You can also email me Okay. at um, D-A-L-E-X-0417. That's D-A-L-E-X-0417 at gmail.com. And I will be sure to answer any questions. I'm very open. I have tons of resources. I usually... Um, forward on to friends and family who kind of have questions so feel free to hit me up on either email or on um, Instagram and I will add you and you know any questions you have or anybody who any way that I can guide you to what works best for you I will do awesome awesome and thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much I I don't take it yeah I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly that folks come onto the show and talk about their spiritual journey and the things that they are experiencing. So I appreciate you so much for coming onto the show today. No 
problem. You'll have to have me back. I have to do a birth chart for you. Oh my god, that'll be dope. Give you an on air reading. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I listened to this one I, other podcast that did something like that a couple of weeks ago and um it was interesting to see how the the people who were getting their charts read were like oh my god that's real for me and okay. and so yeah i would love to do something like that i would love to do something like that awesome so at the, the close of the each show i take i give it back to my guests to close it out and so without further ado i'll turn it right back over to you <laughs> Well, peace, love, and light. I am Dominique, a.k.a. Sister Moon Mother, and I am a spiritual hipster. You heard it here first. Thank you so much, you all, for tuning in to the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. And until next time, continue to live out spirituality your way. Take care.